Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. And we're coming to you live for the Build Four Tough Studio. Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning. Yes, a feel-good football Friday for a wild card weekend. And this entire football season comes down to this. Now, the Jets and the Giants gave us a lot of good moments. The Jets gave us a ton of bad moments as the season ended. But the Giants, enough good moments in the NFC to get into the playoffs and play on wild card weekend. Something that I certainly didn't expect at all. And even a lot of Giants fans didn't expect at all. And now they've got a shot. You know when you're in, special things can happen. Maybe it's another one of those instances with the Giants. Maybe it's not. But one thing is for sure. When you wake up Sunday morning on Wild Card Weekend, you got another game. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? So what? I'm great this morning, Jay. I don't know if you saw, but my Rangers won a game last night. Uh, that came down to .2 seconds left in regular, uh, regular, regular period. The third Nobody period. cares about hockey, Shut Boomer. Up. And uh, my man, Condre Miller, just ends up burying uh, a puck with 0.2 seconds left on the clock going to overtime. And then Adam Fox does his magic along with uh, Artemi Panarin. So it was an unbelievable game last night, an unbelievable finish. And that's when you know you have a special team. When your team figures out ways to win games when maybe some of his best players are missing or one of their best players is missing. And they just grind and grind and grind and they pull out a win that you would not expect to have happen. And the reason I say that is because that was your football team this year. And I know that, you know, it's been a long week. We've been here. You've been up and down. You've been emotional about things. You've let yourself go a little bit. Yeah. You've gotten distracted by different things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the slings and arrows are coming from every which way. Yeah. But now today is a feel-good Friday, and I feel great, man. I just absolutely am so happy this morning because we have Super Wild Card Weekend starting tomorrow. We got the Giants versus your Vikings. My Rangers won an unbelievable game last night. It makes me feel great. And you know something? Wouldn't it be? I'm not going to let anybody get in the way of that today. Nobody. No big head in some other station. No Narvian attacks coming from you know, the other side. Nobody is going to get in the way of the way that I feel today. And Eddie the Jockey came for a game. Yes, he did. All right. So I know all good things happen to me today. Yes, very good things. Thanks, 
Beach Boys. We uh, appreciate you recording that for us. Yes. I believe that was Brian Wilson's last recording um, with the original group. Uh, so, yeah, Eddie the Jockey did win last night, and we will, uh, I'm sure, talk to him a little bit later before we put him on the shelf, a little jockey on the shelf next week, and then yeah. follow just his accounts, you know, one of those things. Yes. And then maybe we'll pop in every now and again. But I think he deserves one more shot this week. This is where his stardom happened, and I'm sure he'll give us a call to let us know how that Texas State game worked out in his favor. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's an interesting point about finding ways to win when you don't expect to win. The Vikings, baby. They have done that. Oh, man, done, they've done that They've done spades, it in, man. It's multiple been times. Believable. They did it against the Bills. They did it against the Colts. They did it against the Jets. They did it against the Giants. A couple, I mean, they, thing, couple of things for the Giants going into this game that are really great. When you look at the totality of the Giants' season, and you look at what went well, what really, really went well for the Giants. Number one, they were in the top of the league in terms of turnovers themselves. You know, Daniel Jones had three fumbles this year. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's an incredible uh, change of the way that he had played the position, the impact that Kafka and Dabo have had on him, and how he has grown into, you know, not being that turnover machine that he had become under the previous head coaches. All right, so that's number one. Number two... They're one of the best rushing teams in all of football. They're a top five running team. Uh, they do it with Saquon Barkley. They do it with Daniel Jones. And somehow, some way, Kafka and Dable have gotten every ounce that they possibly could out of this offense. And those are two statistics that are hardcore statistics that are factual about the way that the team had played consistently all through the year, you know that that bad game against Philadelphia. They had an earlier tough game against the Dallas Cowboys, but other than that, you know they played tough football for 17 weeks. When you think about it, even their last loss, in which Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and a bunch of other guys didn't play, I mean they still played hard. They played competitive football. You know and that comes from the coach. That's that that is undoubtedly the coach because you know when Rex Ryan was with the Jets say whatever you want about Rex and bombastic and all the sayings and how much fun it was covering him you know he had his team on the precipice of going to the Super Bowl because of toughness Mm -hmm. and that is ultimately the underlying thing that you need in this league and I was talking to a couple of coaches yesterday in the NFL uh, that are presently in the NFL and I was just asking them about what they thought Brian Dable has done with the Giants and to a man uh, they were just effusive in praise, not just of the job that he's done this year, but who he is and ha- what he is as a coach and what his background is about a f- being a football man. And, you know, he's a throwback. And that throwback was absolutely perfect thing that ultimately unfolded for the Giants and, of course, Daniel Jones. That's right. And Brian Dable is a huge coaching advantage. The Giants have a huge coaching advantage going into this game. I think the you know, Vikings have a talent advantage across the board, but the Giants have definitely, no doubt, Kevin O'Connell's done a good job. Brian Dable should be the coach of the year. And yes, I mean, the Giants are one of those teams where you, you throw them out on the field and you feel like they could beat anybody if they grind away, if they run the football, and if they don't turn it over, and the defense just plays well enough. They're one of those teams that could travel. They could go on a road and do that. They don't have to be at home, where the Minnesota Vikings, I believe, have to be at home to be able to win some of those games, and they did this year. Yes, they got blown out by the Cowboys in their building. That was awful, 40-3. to I don't know what the hell happened. They said that the emotional high from that Bills game somehow uh, came to roost the next week and they weren't ready to play which is to me a ridiculous 
ridiculous thing to say. Uh, but anyway, that's what they said. But they've been eight and one at home, and they're eleven and zero in one score games. So that's one thing, and that's a check mark on their side. But. Yeah, I think these teams, for the most part, and what they've done this year, are are, are evenly matched. They, they really are, and that's why this is, I think it's going to be one of the better games of Wild Card Weekend. That's why it's a three-point spread, and I think because the way these teams play football, the way these teams win games, that you're going to see another one of these dramatic finishes from one of them. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be either a heartbreaking loss for the Giants, or it's going to be a heartbreaking loss for the Vikings, just like it was in the regular season matchup with the 61-yard field goal that won the game for Minnesota. Yeah, I just can't see. One of, well, I don't see the Giants blowing anybody out. Yeah. Uh, that's just not who they are. The games are all tight. The offense, while... Well, they I blew just, out the Colts. They I know that. that. Yeah, the Colts were terrible. Worst team in football. I mean, and Nick Foles yeah. got knocked out. So, yeah. I mean, and not that he was going to be that big of a difference, but... You know, I just gave you a couple of the statistics about the Giants why you'd why you'd feel good about them going on the road. I would just say like they play every game is tight. You know, every game is going to be tight in the fourth quarter. Every game is going to be a slugfest and there are a way that you coach games and you manage games and you make decisions in games that ultimately keep those games close. And you know, whether it be a fourth and one and you're going for it on your own 48-yard line just keep the ball away from Kirk Cousins and and Justin Jefferson and you better make it. You know, they, these are things and by, and by the way, this, this head coach and this offensive coordinator and this defense coordinator, that little triangle of leadership that the Giants have, they're all worn, you know, they're all war torn, if you will. I mean, they've been through these games. They've been through the slug fest. They, they know how to, you know, like think about Kafka. I think he was with Kansas City when, you know, Alex Smith was there. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't all about, uh, you know, Matt Patrick Mahomes way it is now. You know, now they try to, every game is 30 points. You know, back then it was a struggle. And you had to keep games close, and you had to win games in the fourth quarter. And how many games were they in because of the way that Andy Reid or Mike Kafka or Eric Bieniemy or anybody, you know, that that came from that coaching staff would figure out ways to keep those games close. That's kind of what Brian Dayball, I feel, has been doing with the Giants, and it's a real credit to his coaching staff. It really is. I mean, it's and when they start getting a few better players, you know, more explosive players, especially skill players, to go along with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see what Joe Shane is able to create with this new canvas of, of teams moving forward. But going into this game, they, they should have confidence. They should have momentum. They should feel good about what they've accomplished this year and feel pretty confident that they can go and win. Yeah, and that's what it sounds like. I mean, I think the fan base feels that way. I'm hearing Tiki Barber and Carl Banks and former Giants feeling that way. We've got calls with people pounding their chest, feeling that way. So, yeah, I mean, everybody is all over the yeah, place now. At you, but look at you. So, week one. Yeah. I mean, week one, Monday of this week, mm-hmm. day one of this yep. week, you were basically telling Giant fans that this is this is a fait complete. This is it. You know, you've willed this into an existence. Unfortunately for me, yes. Yes. That is what's gonna, happened. I think that's part of what's fueling all the confidence around here. The influence that you have. As a morning show builder, you are a, a building block of sports knowledge. And this is where <laughs> the sports knowledge really comes to the forefront because this is your team. This is your expertise. And everybody, I mean, it's influencing everybody. Well, I, I do think, that when I look at the Giants, I look at a team that, and this is totality. Um, let's just take out 2022's NFL season for just one second. And I know that's silly to do because these are the players that are playing. But there's just organizations that find a way to get it done positively, and there's organizations that find a way to get it done negatively in the biggest moments. 
And the Giants, over their history, have more of those. They found a way to win in the biggest moments unexpectedly than a lot of teams do. And the Vikings are on the other side of that. They're the ones that blow it in the biggest moments. And we've gone over those games. I've told you about it. 15-1 and in 98. The 2009 Favre team that should have beaten the New Orleans Saints. He throws that pick. It's just over and over again. The Blair Walsh missed field goal. Everything. Um, yeah, but those are really big games. Those are championship games. Yeah, this, is, this, is a, this, is a, this is a wild card weekend. Okay, that's I fine. Mean, so, like, I, I, I could argue that, you know, mo- most of the time they get to those big games. So that means they win games like this. That's true. The Blair Walsh game, though, that was a wild card game. But these other ones that I mentioned, yes, those are championship games. So it's just when I see that and I just think about all the people that are going to call and just dunk on me next week. I'm like, that's the way it's going to go. I just know it. And you say Monday I came in and said that. I was saying this when it started lining up and the Vikings ended up getting that three seed and they lost it and was lining up Giants, Vikings, 6-3. I said it three weeks ago. Yeah, but just this is probably going to happen. I'm just thinking about from this week. You know, we've had a, you know, it's been a long five days. Yes. Uh, we've been sitting here talking about this game for five days and we've been dealing with a lot of other things. You know, you came in here yesterday, you were doing your, I don't know, Harachi dance, whatever the hell you're calling that thing. Uh, I mean, you just, Harachi. I mean, whatever, whatever that's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. but you think about all the things that have gone on this week. It has been crazy. Yes. I mean, it's been all over the place. And I have to say, it's been fun sitting here watching all this unfold, um, you know, from, from the Michael K. Big Head stuff to yesterday, you dancing to Eddie the Jockey to, to Spike, to coming Spike in, coming in here screaming right? and yelling about making mistakes and right. you, and you holding digital accountable and then watching Tom Enzo, Enzo just basically bare his soul on Twitter last night right. like anybody cares. I mean, <laughs> so it's just. You know, all the things that have gone on just in the last five days have been amazing. I will I will agree that I and I, I woke up this morning and I said I am emotionally exhausted today. You, you should be. I am emotionally exhausted. And then of course I I lost the dog last weekend, so I started this week off feeling sad and all that, and then I started like getting angry and then started hammering everybody that I could. And now this morning as I sit here, I am emotionally exhausted from everything that's gone on this week, and I am in full preparation for for another letdown. I just, and that and that Monday morning alarm, that's the other thing I thought about this morning. That Monday morning alarm, having seen the Vikings lose to the Giants in the playoffs and having to drive in here to hear it all, to hear it all from them and all the memories that I have from the 2000 NFC Championship game. I'll, I'll give you a specific one as I'm walking out of the building. I, I actually stayed till the two-minute warning, believe it or not. God bless you. In that 41 nothing game. Yeah. I stayed till the two-minute warning. Uh, why? I don't. Like, you were hoping for a score. A I think I was. I was like, I'd like to see them score and not get shut out. So, so that's, I think, what it was. <laughs> so it was a long time ago now that we're talking yeah, about 20, 22 years. No, I was so, there. Yeah, I know. And so was Tiki. It's crazy to think about all that. As Tiki was playing in the game, you were broadcasting the game, and I was watching the Vikings get slaughtered. And as I'm walking out of there, I'm wearing my purple pants. I'm wearing my Vikings jersey. <laughs> there is a Giants fan in the distance, I will say probably 50 yards away, let's say, okay, in football terms. And he's just walking happy. And then he sees me and the head flunky also in his purple. <laughs> he breaks out into a full sprint like Carl Lewis then does a long jump and lands right in front of me, in my face, and goes, Sucks to be you! 
<laughs> and you've been carrying with uh, you with that with you for all these years. Yep. And I was like, yeah, it does actually. Yeah, it does. So, and, oh. Yeah, it was just. And then the car ride home, you know, it was quiet at first. You're sitting there quiet, <laughs> driving home, not saying anything. Then all of a sudden, it was like, how do you not show up? You don't even show up. So that's what's going to happen again. I just know it. Vikings it. suck, fatso. Exactly. <laughs> you know how many times I've heard that in my life? So here it is. The Giants fans. Yes. I mean, it's just, you know how I'd love to feel like guys like Sean Morash this morning wearing his Daniel Bellinger jersey around, smile on his face. I'm a Giants fan. I've seen Super Bowl championships. My team's going to win. I would love to have that feeling. I've never had that feeling. I have to say that uh, Sean Marash is pretty positive this morning. You know, normally kind of dour when you see him. A little bit, you know, because of the commute and whatever. I don't know. And maybe he just doesn't get any sleep. Well, he's, he's a number two guy, wants to be a number one guy. You know, that right. builds up over time as resentments towards DA. I'm tired of being the second banana. You know, that whole thing, you know, okay. walking in. All, but that's what I mean, goes on. I, I have know? to say, uh, the, the, the whole Narpian take on all this stuff is just... Remarkable to me, that's but anyway, a, how's it a Norpian taken? I just I, think I'm that's just fair. Like, like he's a number two, not a number one. That's what it is. He wants to break out now. Okay, well, he's like, he's man, I'm tired out. of this. I'm tired of screening phone calls. I'm tired of booking guests. I'm tired. I'm a talent now. You know, that's what he's thinking. I, well, he's that's why his... he's dour. But this morning he's not. But he's walking on air. That's he's floating. Saying. He's standing up straight, and he even looks skinny this morning. That's how proud he looks. <laughs> and you know, the other thing too, I will say, you know, as he was wearing the Bellinger jersey, it made yeah. me think. Here's the thing about the Giants that it is the unknown. You never know. But you just got to hope. And I'm sure that they're they're making this uh, a priority when they're talking in their offensive meeting rooms and when they're out on the field. And they're probably telling the defense that when one of these guys catches the ball in practice, go over there and knock it out. Knock it out. Knock it out. Try to rip it out. Try to rip it out. Because that's the one thing you just don't know. Young guys, highly intense pressurized situations you just don't want fumbles to drop balls i don't want to see richie james coming across the middle you know the ball hit him in the hands and drop it you know yeah. this is everybody's got to be on the same page everybody's got to be confident and i think i think they are and i think you know that's what it comes down to you have you have young players going into this for the first time and good for them maybe they don't know what they don't know which is a good thing sure just don't turn the goddamn ball over. right and there were two critical plays late in that regular season game the patrick peterson interception of daniel jones and then that blocked punt now i know that the giants still went down and tied the game but they could have won the game Oh, I would say easily if both of those things did not happen in that game. And the Vikings need a lot of those plays to win. And if That's they right, don't, because they get the turnovers. Right. And if they don't get them, then that makes them more beatable. All, All right. right. So we're ready to go. Yes, we're ready Friday, to go. man. I feel great, man. Sure. I saw something that I don't normally see. And I saw it last night and I couldn't believe my eyes. And I was just came in this morning with a big smile on my face. Very good. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS Sports Network. We were without Jerry Recco yesterday. He missed a, a lot of fireworks. Maybe it's because Jerry's calming influence wasn't here yesterday. That's why I was going off the deep end. But he is back today from Chicago. And he is going to uh, start a new streak of great picks with his wild card picks a little bit later with Yousef. Mm. What's going on, Jerry? Well, good morning to you guys. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. What is going on is a lot of football this weekend. Six games starting tomorrow afternoon, ending Monday night. And, of course, in the middle of that will be your Giants and your Vikings. Here is one Daniel Jones, well aware how important this game is. The games mean more from the sense that uh, you lose, you go home. So people understand that. They understand what's at stake. But, you know, the only way we're going to play as well as we want to play is to prepare how we have all year to, to trust our, our process and stick to that. Keeping things the same. Uh, here's Saquon Barkley. He's happy to finally get his turn in the postseason after watching for years and years as a child. I was a Jets fan growing up, so <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. Uh, biggest ones for me were the two AFC championships back-to-back uh, when Mark Sanchez did as a rookie, and then I came back. And came back, that's exactly right. Now, here's Darius Slayton. <laughs> he says, as a wide receiving core, we don't get a whole lot of publicity, and rightly so. We are always proving ourselves, and we love our guy Daniel Jones. I think there's always a chip on your shoulder. Um, I'm a fifth-round pick. Zay's a sixth-round pick. Richie's a late-round pick, I'm pretty sure. So it's not like we came in this league first top ten pretty girls, you know. So um, we've been uh, been at it for a minute, but obviously, you know, in order for him to complete a lot of passes, somebody's got to catch him. Someone's got to well, catch yeah, him. Well, <laughs> you got six guys with over, you know, 20 Funny. catches. So it's um, and Wondell Robinson is out, of course. Uh, so, of the 2016 playoff team, can you name the two two players that remain on the Giants from the 2016 playoff team? Well, one of them's got to be Landon Collins. He just came back and yeah. he was on that on on that team for sure. Now, the other guy is not playing because he's hurt. Sterling Shepard. That's right. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Landon Shepard Collins. and Landon Collins, the only two guys. Sterling Shepard was one that had the uh, the big catch in Tennessee, right? The big touchdown catch after Jones threw the bad pick in the end zone. 
Yeah, I believe Wasn't so. Wasn't that him? Yeah, I think so. It's a long time ago now. Oh, my God, week one. I, right. It feels like another <laughs> season ago. Yeah. Here is Kirk Cousins. His team went 13-4. Uh, and four. Any extra pressure to come out and get this one? I don't know that I think about those things. I, I'm just focused on, you know, the X's and O's, studying, you know, knowing the plan and being able to execute the plan. And the other stuff doesn't really, uh, isn't really where my mind goes. Do you like that? Like that? <laughs> yeah, you like that? You like that? I like that. Giants-Vikings will be Sunday, 440. Apples, that game is uh, in between a couple of others. You've got the Dolphins and Bills early, Bengals and Ravens late. Now, tomorrow, you start with the Seahawks and the 49ers to get things rolling. Here is one Geno Smith. Yeah, we're in the postseason, not unexpected inside our locker room. I would say it's not a fairy tale. I think uh, it's very much reality, and I think uh, where we are as a team is that, um, you know, we've been working hard, man. We... Uh, you know, we, we put a lot of good stuff on tape as a team. I think we've came a long way since the beginning of the season, since training camp and OTA. And the Niners have come a long way. They've gone through three quarterbacks. They're on their third. His name is Brock Purdy. He says, bring it on. We're all set. There's a good vibe right now going on, you know, obviously at practice in the locker room. So feels good. It's good energy. Um, we just got to translate it onto the field and, and be detailed with everything because everything matters. So. Um, but all the guys are really juiced up. What do you make of the weather situation as we were discussing in the warm-up show? You know, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't. It sounds like a 100% chance of driving rain. Oh, oh really? Boy. Wow. Remember they played week one, they played at Chicago in driving rain, and they lost. I remember that. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so this would be another quagmire game, potentially, and I would think that it always bodes well for the underdog. That's, I just feel that way. I don't know why I feel that way, but I just always felt like, if you're playing in a game where there are, where there is weather and it can slow down a pass rush, then yeah. I'm I'm all for that. I was thinking though, if the Seahawks had a chance, like Geno and DK and right. Tyler Lockett, were going to have to go off in this game and go like tit for tat offensively. But I don't know. Kenneth Walker's had a tremendous season as a rookie. I mean, maybe they can rely on him a little and bit. How's a rookie quarterback going to handle the inclement weather? I mean, there's Hand all the ball off to Christian yeah. McCaffrey yeah. a lot, right? I mean, and they're all healthy now. San Francisco is healthy. That everywhere. too. Now, tomorrow night, you got the battle of the young quarterbacks with Justin Herbert and the Chargers taking on Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars. Here's Herbert. Don't need to do any more. Got to go play our game. If there was extra fire in my, in my belly this week, it would imply that I, I didn't have enough uh, during the regular season. So I, I suppose you could make that case. Gets, but there is that, more that, that, that kid answers the questions right, man. He's... <laughs> that guy's pretty smart. And then, of course, Monday night, you've got the Bucks and the Cowboys in Tampa. One thing from uh, the Jets, and that, of course, Woody Johnson saying, what's going on? I've got nothing to do with. This is Joe Douglas. This is Rob Sala. And he will spend money on a big-time quarterback if he has to. And who is the big-time quarterback? I don't know. When, when he me. says big-time Or what whatever he said. He said he would spend big money on a quarterback. Yeah, Wood. Wood? What? Wood. Wood. <laughs> Woody. By the way. That's something you don't want to search on Twitter, too, guys. Woody. <laughs> I was looking for video, couldn't find it. Instead, I found a lot of other things that you don't want to have pop up on your office computer. So is Derek Carr going to be the guy that you have to spend Maybe. a ton of money on? Aaron Rodgers sounds like he's going to retire, and I don't think that he'd go to the Jets before he did that. Do you think, with the way Lamar Jackson has not returned, no way. that they'll let him go? I don't either. I'm just saying that. You have to could be a free agent. They're not bringing Lamar Jackson to the Jets and paying him, you know, what he wants. How about Tom Brady? <clears throat> no, he's going to the Dolphins, okay. possibly. But, uh, or the, or the um, Patriots. But I, I mean, uh, the, the Raiders. He, here's the thing. Anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> 
Dolphins or Raiders? How about that? Or Patriots. No, they ain't going there. I, I misspoke when I said Patriots. <laughs> well, there's that thought is out there, though. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah, you made a lot of errors, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That thought is out there, though, that yeah. he could go reunite with Belichick and the Pats and finish things out. I still say the best way to, I mean, you want to talk about storybook. Come to the Jets and win a Super Bowl and say storybook. You know, I don't know why he would go to the AFC. You see the top five quarterbacks in the in the league right now are all in the AFC, and they're all in, you know, the playoffs. And the other thing, too, there's only one first-round quarterback in the NFC playing in the playoffs. One first-rounder. How about that? How about that? And you know who that is. Who's that? <laughs> Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Daniel Jones. <laughs> that's funny. How about that? Um, the Lions. Now, that's a good team. They, yes, now, they is. didn't make the playoffs, and that is unfortunate because of the way they finished the season. Brad Holmes, their GM, was on Fox Detroit 2, uh, and the host said to him, you know, a lot of these players, I'm on St. Brown was one. Very thankful that he brought them to Detroit for what they are building, and, and he was moved by it. Hey, that's uh, that means a lot. Um those guys, um, you you uh, go through a lot. And then we get emotional with this, but another thing, stop playing us, man. <laughs> we made, we the Detroit Lions. <laughs> we the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on out there? I mean, this man. is the most emotional nine and eight team or nine win team in the history of yeah. the NFL. Well, it starts with their coach or head coach. Yeah, I know. I mean, remember in the Hard Knocks, they ended the Hard Knocks with they asked him. He's like, "The are you finished the sentence?" The 2022 Detroit Lions will be, and it took him two full minutes <laughs> while wiping away tears from his face <laughs> to answer the question. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, did you go back and look? It's just insane. Then you got Jamal Williams who's crying for his grandfather. Then you got this guy, the GM, crying. So There's I no will, crying in foot. Ball? I will tell you. There's no crying in foot. Ball. The people that no crying. The people that posted that video did a good job because he's crying and then all of a sudden he turns the interview. They did a poor job in that no one that I saw put the full interview out with Melissa Stark. Like, he's legit crying. Yeah. And then it was the follow-up when he's still emotional when he switches. If you would have heard him 30 seconds prior, you would have thought he couldn't get through the interview. Wow. Because his grandfather literally had just passed away and he was very upset. The second part of he's upset... Not quite as much as one. Stop started. playing no. with us. Would have yeah. been fun had they made it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs on the bye. Offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy interviewed with the Colts for their head coaching job Thursday. And the Chiefs will play the Bills if they play them in the AFC title game. That game will be played in Atlanta. Uh, NBA last night. The Knicks were off. The Nets were not. They start uh, the next three, four weeks without Kevin Durant. And it started probably the way you thought it would as the Celtics win in Brooklyn. Irving, cross-court pass intercepted. Brogdon's got it going to the other end. Brogdon bumping. Meets Watsonabe in midair. Lays it up and in. And a timeout called by Jacques Vaughn. As the Celtics race out to an eight-point lead. And they would wind up winning uh, 109-98. Chris Carino with the call on the fan. I'm going to play something for you, Boomer, that's going to make you want to rip your eyeballs out. Okay. Now, we, I love Why? Jacques Vaughn. I'm, I'm going to play it. All right. I think you like Jacques Vaughn. I do. He's done a wonderful job. He's keeping these guys accountable. Steady, steady, yes. Everything's been great. This answer as to why they didn't win the game and talking about the offense, to me, is what's where the game is and what we don't like about it. Listen okay. to this. 
We take 10 more threes or 15 more threes. I love it. Uh, but those shots are inefficient. You end up being 12 or 32. That's why you have 16 points in the fourth. And he's talking about too many mid-range shots. He wants, oh. let's hoist up 15 more threes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we're going to get to a point where I think there no one's going to shoot inside Let that Let me arc. explain something. That's why, first of all, the NBA playoffs are great. I'm not saying they're not. They are. The players go 100% out. They play defense. I think a lot of these teams do play defense for the... For the most part. But I got to tell you, college basketball, going to that game the other night, yeah. Rutgers, Thrack, there's, that is an insane kind of like just 40 minutes of craziness. And the environment's awesome. And the players, you know, they, they, you know, the coaches obviously are very aware. They sub guys in, sub guys out. And if you don't go 100 miles an hour, every, the moment you're on that court to the moment he takes you off that court, you're not getting back on and that Your court. ass is out again. Exactly. That is right. So That's why college basketball is so much better. Uh, Mavericks-Lakers, this was a really good one last night. It goes to double overtime. Luka Doncic just doing Luka Doncic things. Ten to shoot under a minute to play. Swings it left to Harley. He's open and passed it up. Went back to Doncic. Got it up on by Schroeder. Now against Troy Brown with two and one for three. He hits. Oh, my goodness. The tougher the shot, the more he likes it. That's Mavs Radio. They would win in double overtime, 119-115. He goes for 35, 14, and 13 assists as Dallas beats L.A. He's got to be the most infuriating player to play against. Just because he's so smooth, he doesn't really look the part. But he and, just gets it done. And he gets it done. Yeah. Every, he's just got to be like, you can't defend him. And he is treated and viewed upon as like a having been there to a game now. I mean, you would think... That this is Dr. J. They love him. Oh, well, of out course. There. And understandably so. Of but course. But I mean, like, it's just like LeBron James, like, he, when he would go to the hole and dunk in his prime, be like, okay, like, respect. But this guy, he's probably like, again, he hits another shot. Like, this is unbelievable. Stop it. He hit a few of them last night. Like, I just, I just feel like every opponent is probably, I can't stand this guy. I can't stand him. He's that good. Yeah. You're right. Nixon Washington tonight, and the Rangers were on the verge. Of losing. They were on the verge, but they weren't as they scored just in the nick of time. They did with under a second to play in regulation, and then they would beat the Stars in overtime 2-1. That was Ke'Andre Miller with the uh, the game-tying goal. Adam Fox, the game-winning goal. That was Sam Rosen with the call on MSG. 24 saves for Igor Shosturkin. Talk about a great atmosphere last night. Oh, it was, unbe- it was unbelievable. We do have a problem, though. we got a, a first overall draft pick problem, just like the Jets do. Lafreniere. But yeah, last night was a really good win, though. It was a great win, yes. and uh, you can see how much the team misses Chris Kreider, that's for sure. Islanders lost to the Wild 3-1 as Minnesota scored all three in the third. Devils at Anaheim tonight. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Network feel good football Friday ahead of wild card weekend and we found out yesterday that neutral site if it happens where the Bills and the Chiefs meet in the AFC championship game that game will be played in Atlanta now I may have a I know I'm gonna have a differing take from you on this but I love the fact that you're gonna have potentially if this game happens those two quarterbacks in a controlled environment where offense is going to be ratcheted up even more. I mean, you saw, we all saw that spectacular playoff game with those two guys outdoors in Kansas City in January. Now you put those two guys in a dome. I mean, we might, we could see two of the best quarterback performances in NFL playoff history potentially in that game. All the speed, how good those guys are. I mean, uh, weather that could ruin a game like that, uh, it's not even a factor in this situation. So if that happens, that to me is going to be even more entertaining than it would have been if it were outdoors. Yeah, if you remember, I think it was either last Friday or Monday, I came in here and, uh, you know, prior to the weekend not uh, so anyway and and i told you that the game was going to be played in atlanta and it didn't make any sense to me because you know these two teams are outdoor weather teams if this game is be, to be played why not why not cleveland why not lambeau why not chicago sure to at least put the guys in the same elements that they're playing in but i i, I guess the nfl felt like they wanted to look at indianapolis there was a conflict they looked at detroit there was a conflict and they ultimately settled with atlanta because the the the, the uh Building is open that weekend. Yeah. So that that's only happens if both Buffalo and Kansas City get there. 
Uh, there's a chance that we'll be in Cincinnati. There's a chance that we'll be in Kansas City. There's a chance that we will be in Buffalo. So, uh, you know, there's all those things that still have to play out. But I, you know, as far for me anyway, I mean, if those two teams do make it, you know, we get to go to the AFC Championship game and sit inside as opposed to sitting outside. Which is great. Yes. For you, and you don't have to worry about, you know, a couple years ago, you were outdoors freezing, oh. and you got that stomach virus from that porta potty yes. Remember that whole thing? Yeah, I remember that whole thing. You don't have to worry about any of that. And we were flying down to the Super Bowl in Miami, and you guys were... Well, you know, had your, your masks on. You remember your masks at That's that right. time? That's right. At that time? Right. You were just absolutely disgustingly ill. Yes. And uh, you're not going to have to worry about that. Get a nice, clean bathroom down there in Atlanta and in that dome. That would be that would be perfect. But, you know, we're a long way from that, man. we got a lot of football left to be played. And I'm sure that when that was announced yesterday, I could just see the people, uh, you know, in Cincinnati. I could see the people, you know, at the Chargers. Um you know, even people uh, that are associated with these teams that very have very little chance of winning this week, I think, like Miami, like, all right. So I guess they already have these two teams anointed going to Atlanta. That's what it felt like yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think it's not the two teams' fault, but it's it's basically the NFL has to tell everybody what they're deciding just in case. Yeah, but it's not like they said the AFC Championship game is going to be played in Atlanta. It's an if yes. these two teams make it. Um, so yeah, I would I would definitely be excited for that. I mean, that would be tremendous theater between those two teams. I mean, any combination for me between the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals is going to be an awesome AFC Championship game. So um, that photo that was taken that. That photo was February of 20, right, guys? Yep, that's right. It was right prior to the pandemic, and you guys had your N95 masks on. Right, So, the, and the reason why that was happening was because COVID was a thing but hadn't made it to New York yet. And we had Gunner on to talk about it. He said N95 mask, so we got the N95 mask because you had a stomach virus, not because we were worried about COVID. We never even thought about wearing masks for COVID. And I remember being down there in Miami. We were there for three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you kept saying, you know, because it had... It really, there wasn't a case, official case in New York yet, but you kept saying, it's here, it's already here, I'm telling you that it's here, <laughs> and then when everybody was saying, go, go on the subways, go do this, go do that, you go, it's already here, I'm telling you that it's here, and then shortly after when we got home from the Super Bowl, things really started to ratchet up in early March, mid-March, so... Yeah, I mean, just uh, crazy to think about, and that was the, the last That's Super two Bowl years we ago. That is two years ago, That's, that, is, that is nuts. Is it? Yes, it, I guess yeah, it is 20, two years ago. Yeah. yeah. No, no, three, three years, ago. years ago. Three, three years ago now. Three years ago. you were in Tampa solo. That's right. Somewhere in the hotel or something. And then the last two yeah. years we just didn't go, right? Well, then last year we didn't go. Yeah. Because that was February 20. That's right. Yep. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Where's the time go? Yeah. Man, oh man. Well, we'll be there this year. And next year, Vegas. That's right, but that's Pacific that's time. That's CBS too. Why? What? That's that's Pacific time. So we'll be on the air from two a.m. with the warm-up show. Yeah, local time. Yeah. Well, listen, it's Vegas. You come right from the tables, <laughs> just like you know, Odell Beckham Jr. would, right to whatever you're doing. Oh my God, that is going to be crazy Super Bowl week in Vegas. I mean, would you ever, th like 20 years ago, did you ever think that that was a possibility? No, and, you know, the the interesting thing now is that the uh, Oakland A's are walking uh, around in Vegas looking to drop a $1 billion stadium 
right there on the strip for baseball now. Oh, well, they definitely we support it. Nevada's taking everything from California. Yeah, I mean, and listen, they, they would support it, there's no doubt. And I think there's plenty of people that live there now that would go to the games, plenty of people that would be visiting that go to the games. They've got the hockey team now, they've got the football team now, they're both doing really well. I think they would support a baseball team as well, although it would be hot. I mean, they definitely have well, to make it a dome. It's going to be a dome. definitely have to make it a dome. It's 100% dome, and it's going to be, they're definitely, it, to me, it looks like it's a done deal, but, you know, there's no way that the... It doesn't seem like it. The California state legislature is going to support any building of any stadiums. Yeah, because they've they're running it perfectly out there. <laughs> they know what's going on. I'm not you know, I'm not a big proponent of that either, by the way. But still, they got other problems. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 